What? It'd be like, it'd be like arguing about who's gonna make a faster video. Are we live? Did did everybody hear what I just said? What I shouldn't have said on the public? Hope not. Or was that not live? He's trying to click it fast enough so everyone would hear it. Oh, but they didn't. Okay, but, cool. About you and Gary McCready sharing nudes. Yep, we're friends. <laughs> that wasn't what I was talking about, dummy. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I asked Gary to come on our show at one point. All you got to do, if you guys want to have him on, he said, he said, he said, oh, I really appreciate the offer. I'm just really busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He said he had to wash his hair, his beard. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be a good get. We should get him on. He said to ask him again in the future. Yeah. You only get one shot with me. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you lost your chance now, Gary. We're, we're in the big time now. So, you know, we're so big now. We can't, we can't handle normal guests. So, no, he <laughs> can try. He's cool. Yeah. He can come on. Definitely come on. I just booked a podcast with Trevor. So cool. at HR. Cool. Gonna do his podcast right. at HR. That's cool. Yeah, HR. I seen Trevor posted something about uh, him doing a podcast with somebody else too at HR. Some uh, not really an unknown, but uh, some some kind of big big news. Yeah. But there's gonna be a lot. The, the the podcasting stuff at HR is huge. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, I haven't announced it yet, but I did uh-huh. share it with Let's my friends, it. and I shared it with or shared it with my members and my my uh, my channel supporters. Um, I yeah. re- am releasing my first like Draft. video podcast. Yeah, I'm releasing my first. It's kind of a video podcast. It's my first foray into podcasting, so um, it'll be coming out soon. I shared it with my supporters, and like I said, it'll come to the public. Here within the next week, probably. Did you say it's your first foray into podcasting. That's right, I did. <laughs> uh, Do you not like my 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 rich person speech? I mean, like really, it's just like live streaming. Only you're just using the audio instead of the, uh, that's, the entire that's how, bundle. Of- that's how rich people speak. We say foray. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> don't even know. So what is up, everybody? I see a lot of the regulars in here. Yeah. On the rig, on the rig. Hey, we're recording right now. That's new. I'm on the recording button popping up on the right. Hmm. Before I forget, we got to say hi to Mr. Randy Ravioli, his little buddy Luke. Hmm. Sounds like Luke might have a messed up fart box right now. I almost forgot where that button was. By you say a messed (laughs) up fart box? Yeah, he has a bark box. It's messed up. Oh, I thought you said a messed up fart box. No. Speaking of fart box. What does Luke have a messed up fart box? What has Randy been doing back there? (laughs) Zaz in the house. Z Hunter. What is Z Hunter? Lots of great people in here. See Brett. Brett, Jonathan. Podcast. I can't see nothing. Susie, Jessica, everything HVACR, Hambone's in here. Anonymous. Peter Smart. Oh, I bet his hair's all greasy again. <laughs> Jason Johnson. Lots of great people. So what Dang. is up, everybody? What's going on? Um, Welcome to the show, everybody. I just got back from Washington, D.C. How'd that go? I That's bet you that cool. was expensive. Yeah. It's I thought so you were going to say you just got back from washing your clothes. Oh, did that too. But then you put in the D.C. Yeah. How was, was that anyway? It was pretty cool. 
lot of for? lot of stuff to uh manual js d and t training and certification reminds me i have to turn in my test which i haven't done yet it's pretty intense i guess eh? yeah yeah it was do you fun. think it's uh do you think it's a class for like the general like general technician or do you think they need no. to be like a no. i i actually no i was sitting down I don't know if it was during lunch or, you know, I, I was hanging out with Ed, you know, trying to smooch him up a little bit after the, the class. Uh-huh. And uh, I asked him, I'm like, out of whenever you're doing these classes, how many of the students do you think retain stuff, you know, and actually like understand what you're going through? And he's like, eh, I think 25% of the people retain 10% of the stuff I go over. <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> all right, cool. I, I would think if you're there, you're going to like, you know, keep it in your head a little bit you know I, mean? I mean i was working on it yeah it's pretty intense class i had a nice little meeting with uh um chris hughes and steve rogers before the show just like a little going over my house project stuff so that's pretty cool we got some cool ideas about awesome. different ways i can measure certain things in my house so you need, to, you need to move this project along, step it up a notch or two. You know? This is this is going just at the perfect pace. Right? I think the Titanic was built faster than this project in Christmas house. I think hey, I never, I never even owned it. Faster. I never even told it. I told uh, like when I emailed Energy Conservatory and Retrotech to say I wanted to do this project and Bill Spone and stuff. I told them that this was going to be happening fall and winter. So all through the fall and the winter. So. Here's the thing. Like mm-hmm. 2022 and 23 and 24. We no. started to talk about we I need to figure out what kind of registers you're using. I want to move forward with this design. Let's get it done. Get it in. Come on. You're dragging your feet on this thing. Oh guys, guess what? Adam just got home from vacation and he's ready. He need let's do it now. Now. <laughs> I actually started working on it and then Nick, you wouldn't answer me. I'm like, all right. Hey so Mike. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm gonna hang so, it up. But why do you need to know what kind of registry you want? Thank you, Bill. So everybody else can know. Awesome. Yeah. Why is that? You know, some kind because of we're designing. Uh, what because I want to see needs to be. Yeah, like how many registers are we hitting per room based on like what we're using? Is he using brand A, brand B, brand C, whatever? Are we going to have? Doesn't, huh? doesn't that affect your your load calculations? Your I mean your airflow calculations. It affects something, I assume. It does. It affects your duct design. Uh, yes, that's what I was, that's what I was going for. <laughs> We're getting close though. We we are in the home stretch as far right. as coming up with a full load calculation. We so. kind of we kind of figured out what equipment we're using. We kind of did. Which one was I, it after? I'm, I'm fully curious. Curious. We're not, we're not saying it. But I'm fully expecting Chris to change his mind like two days from now. 100%. Yeah, because I've talked about equipment. I've talked about brands. Some people may think they know what I'm going with, but then the other day I was getting quotes for an Infinity system, and then I'm getting quotes for a Linux system. I'm all over the place. And Adam's like, you don't need an Infinity system. And since he told me I didn't, now it makes me want it even more. And I'm going all over the place. So Stupid. I'm going everywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm like, man, let's go big. Let's blow it out of the water. Or then I can go totally opposite and go super cheap and just do a 14 sear, um, conventional single you're, stage. You're going to end up, you are going right. to, this guy's going to be installing ducks in his attic when it starts getting hot again. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Who's going to do your sheet metal work, Chris? Or are you just going to have it prefabbed 
from a local place and just buy it and it's it's to be determined man i'm that's all that's all secretive we're not going to tell anybody so mm. it's all coming out you gotta wait for the video man we gotta we gotta tease this oh do you guys see so that way people are super excited and then they watch like the first two minutes of it and they're like this is fucking dumb and then they stop <laughs> or it's gonna be like it's gonna be 2023 and we're gonna be at show number 397 and we're gonna be talking about this and they will be like oh my are you still doing that Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you know what? Spoiler alert. I'm getting a uh uh what's the what's the one that you order off the internet that um uh Mr. Cool. I'm getting a Mr. Cool oh, system God. and I'm gonna run freaking oh, line on the outside of my house and there's gonna be uh refrigeration lines like on the front of the house yep. going through the walls and <laughs> somebody I was it Alex Meany on that the video he did with Corbett or whatever somebody I think it was Alex he was saying he was trying to find all the performance ratings for those and he's like oh. I changed my voice I called in I pretended I was a homeowner <laughs> I pretended I was a general country he's like I could they just don't have the data it's not there period. I don't wow. think they just have it dude they're just like honestly I mean to each their own they probably do fine selling to homeowners and stuff but they're just a company that rebrands something and pushes it out it's literally just like three people at a computer doing marketing classes and they honestly don't even know what they're selling they're that so. bad wow i didn't know they're that bad i mean i'm sure the equipment's decent it's just probably made by my idea just like every other mini split or something like that yeah, but yeah my idea, not your idea Medea makes mini splits or who makes the mini splits mirage mirage i think Medea makes them yeah. there's only like two or three companies that make them and they make them for everybody we so. don't we don't know stuff Lazardaga was saying 14th year is fine. Yeah, you're right. It is fine. You're actually right. Why not? Well, Chris's electric bill is like $600 or $800 every month, though. $600. Hmm. Uh, well, actually, no, I paid some $800 ones, too. So. A month? Well, he, yeah, lives yeah. With the, he leaves his door open. <laughs> yeah, the garage yeah, or something. True. Yeah. And his... his uh, hey, you know what? Speaking of, since we're just about to uh, push this boulder over of picking on Chris, you know what Chris told me this week when I was kind enough to share in our super secret chat some super awesome Christmas music that I love? Oh, and he comes funny. back and he's like, I fucking hate, hate, hate Christmas music. And I'm like, 100%. wait a minute. The guy who has matching pajamas every year does the matching pajama picture for Christmas with his whole family. Like that guy. This I'm going to stand up on my soapbox and say traditional Christmas music was invented by the devil and it's the worst thing ever. Now, wow. you give me like newer songs, remastered songs, like or not remastered, but newer yeah, songs, but not the freaking Bing Crosby crap. That stuff sucks. Like, how many times can I listen to Garth Brooks or Carrie Underwood or Kelly Clarkson sing some rebranded half-hokey Christmas song? Oh. Um, so Chris Hughes asked me if I have an energy monitor. Yeah, I have the Emporia energy monitor. I've had it monitoring since August. So, yep. So it's what on. is that? Where's your biggest draw? Uh, my uh, condensing unit. So, mm -hmm. and then my, my indoor fan is the second biggest draw. So, cause I have a split system right now. So it is my air conditioning it's system. is my biggest draw. PSC motor. You got PSC right. motor. And it's then high static 1.27. Yeah, 1.2 something or other. Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculously high. Like nanometer. What did what did see? I don't want to share all the numbers right now, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty bad. So yep. Don't it is down. Yeah, don't talk about Bing Crosby. 
What's that? Is that the Bing Crosby that sings the song about date rape that everyone wants to ban? Date rape? No. What? It's no. cold outside. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you also have Burl Ives, man. Burl Ives is where No, it's you know what? You, the thing is that I don't, I don't like about Christmas music is it's just it's the same songs I've heard my entire life. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna piss off a lot of people, but I can't watch anything Charlie Brown. I can't watch a Charlie Brown Christmas. I can I can agree with you on that. Those are just they're I've seen them. It was good the first time. That's it. What about the uh, Christmas story movie? Now that I can watch Christmas story all day long. They're remaking or they're making a they're making a part two. Die hard. I hate that movie so much. Die hard all day long. Now you give me a modern Christmas song like My December by Linkin Park. I like that. um, I like that. That sounds super gay. <laughs> Just nice roasting over open. No, I don't like me. that. I will say there is a song. What is the Christmas shoes song? That one makes me sad and makes me want to cry. I like that one. Shoes? Christmas shoes. The one where the little kid goes to the store and he wants to buy Christmas shoes for his mom and he's in a hurry. Oh, yeah. And then she's like dying. He wants to get them to her so she can wear new shoes to heaven. Hmm. It's a really sad Christmas <laughs> song. And that one gets me. That one gets me a little tear in my eye. I like that one. So. Oh my god. Now let's talk about something other. Yeah, somebody in chat says, does a new inverter type system eliminate big and rush current? Can it be ran on a generator? Um, I don't know about being ran on a generator. I mean, if it's a big enough amp out, I mean if it has enough output, yeah, you can run it. But yeah, they they reduce a lot of the inrush if they're size right for sure. And so especially if it's like generator, even like those mobile homes. Uh chipmunk said a VFD will reduce it for sure. VFD, but you know what else could help is um, what are they called? Those smart soft starter, uh, soft starter. Uh, yeah, you can get it. a soft starter. Brian just did an they interview help. with one of those dudes selling soft starters for the RV oh. company. Yeah, or oh, for nice. the RV industry. Yeah, you remember those call? I forget the name of them. There's um, a lot of the a lot of the we we watch a lot of RV families at our yeah. house, and they um they install soft starters on all the air conditioning systems in the RVs, so that way they can run everything off solar and batteries. Yeah, right. So, Chris, are the, what is, what is a soft start do? I mean, it's what, some voodoo stuff, bro. Yeah. It like has a bunch of capacitors and resistors and it like micro. It's, it's actually what it says. I believe I think it just slows down the, I can't remember what it is. It's like not it's, a VFD, right. but I don't know. Someone in the chat will say it. Yeah. Is, is this the one where it'll actually uh, engage the contacts once the sine wave is at like the zero point? So there's no. I'm sure. I would recommend listening to the HVAC school podcast. Yeah, if he has yeah, a guy on there, I'm, you I'm get it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's we're not, not like old. a hard. I think people might get mixed up with a hard start, right? It's not a hard start. No, a hard it's start not a hard start. Like, and it's not a sure start either. Hips. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know what's funny, sure, Joe. Sure. Um, I know you use Techmar a lot. I was yeah. actually talking to Techmar about a job I was doing, mm-hmm. and they gave me a heads up on it. They said because I figured ECM pumps, variable speed pumps, yeah. or circulators, um, you know, they use less draw, right? Less power, right. right? Well, Techmar wants you to use a relay in between because their starting amps are higher and they will fry a Techmar control. Oh no way. Really? Yeah, I did not know that. That's uh, straight from the horse's mouth. The horse's <laughs> So are we going to not address the elephant in the room, the biggest news in our industry in a while? Um, um, apparently nobody knows. We already did. 
we already did. We talked about your house project already. <laughs> Welcome, Clive. I no, think some are like big dimmer that ramps. Sorry, Chris, that ramps up from hey, zero. Up, Clive? Yeah, Clive. I miss Clive. You know that? I miss watching the show. Yeah. I miss having him on the show. So well, if you didn't have a potato for an internet router, then you could yeah. actually. I wish I had a potato at this point. That'd be something. I I have nothing. Did you just I... figure that out, Mike B? We we've all known that forever. What? Says Bill's gay. Oh, okay. Apparently, Mike B just figured that out. Um, he is. So, he is yeah, it was announced this yeah. week that Emerson is splitting off their company. They're selling all their climate division, which includes Copeland compressors, White Rogers, all that different stuff for $14 billion. They're selling, um, what is it, 55% of their company. So they're going to retain 45% of it. And they're selling off 55% to a private equity company. Who's that? BlackRock or Blackstone? Blackstone. Blackstone is the name of the private mm-hmm. equity company. And Blackstone Cherry. I was curious who their investors were. And I looked it up and it's like JP Morgan and a bunch of banks. And it's literally private equity is buying the entire industry. They bought all the residential companies. They bought all the commercial companies. Now they bought Emerson. And <laughs> they bought them all except Adams Company. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Dicks. But I'm curious where that's going to take Emerson Dicks. because I was reading uh, what did what was I talking about? They sold it for 14 billion. They're going to get nine billion right off the bat in cash. <clears throat> but what were we reading? They only made a five billion dollar net profit. Our net net sales last year was only five billion. So <laughs> that's going to take a while. I mean, and and so if they're going to keep what is that like two billion of that in their percentage? I mean, they're going to have to twist that company and start making some serious money to make that 14 billion i mean i'm assuming they're in it for the the long game right yeah let's hope that they don't destroy it yeah i'd love to hear trevor's uh put on it oh yeah that'd be interesting trevor i'd be interested to hear did you hear about that trevor that he's in he's in chat guys refrigeration mentor you guys should check him out but yeah i wonder maybe that was one of the things that influenced his decision to uh move maybe a little bit faster into his own realm. Oh, so he says he says Emerson will get better. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Maybe that's why they sold because Trevor quit. Oh, maybe that's mm. true. Yeah. Big, oh, yeah. big Clive. Big Clive. Sorry, guys. Said about that uh, inrush. Most bigger power supplies contain an NTC inrush limiter that is just thermal resistor that starts with a higher resistance that then lowers as it heats up. Oh, like a okay. negative temperature coefficient. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Facebook user, who do you think that is? Jim Yamel? Davis. Jim Davis. I bet you that's Jim Davis. Oh. <laughs> I bet you it is. Is he here? Probably. Oh, so, uh, right. Chris oh, Hughes says. Okay, I don't see oh, it. that. That's a good point. Chris Hughes says tax shelter for Blackstone is his guess. Money had to be spent somewhere. That is true. Mm. But in researching wow. my quick research on Blackstone, what I was also interested to know is they have money, but they only have forty billion available for investments so only have wow that's interesting because they they spent a pretty big chunk of that 40 billion buying him or buying the what 55 percent of emerson so see how that goes you know i can't even imagine having that kind of i don't know whatever you want to call it power or that kind of ability to just move mountains and make these ginormous investments yeah. Chris yeah. can. Chris can imagine. 
Oh yeah, yeah, man. Chris Hughes says it right there. Better than paying taxes. That's a hundred percent. I'm literally doing the same thing. Instead of paying taxes, I'm gonna do some other things. So, yep. Like what? Drugs. Spend your money on hookers and drugs. It's a business expense, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's a business expense. You know what? I'd rather give it to that than give it to the government. So. Yeah, not what you said. That's yeah. to the other things I was thinking about. I'm not right. acknowledging your. Well, stupidity. since you have money to spend, Chris, are you going to the symposium? Did you decide? I'm that? not going to be going to the symposium. You I'm like ninety percent sure I'm not going. So let's let's invest in some drugs and then sell them and then make some money. I mean, we're always talking about finding exit strategies and side hustles. I mean, nothing else we're doing seems to be working. So. Drugs, everybody in? Everybody good? Drugs, it is. We're we gonna Walter White this and like create a giant lab. What colors are ours gonna be? Purple? Oh, that's a good that's a good question. Yeah, we can we can like tie dye. We can probably come up with a good tie dye color. Tie dye. But it'd be real simple. We just hide it. We disguise this drug running company as a small HBAC company when we all move together, which we can still do HVAC on the side and have a home office. And we just deal meth and drugs out of it. And then we deliver the drugs while we're doing service calls. Did you guys hear Simple. that the the $2 billion Powerball was one in California, like 20 miles from my house? Oh, was it? Wow. $2 billion. They're walking away with a billion dollars if they take the cash payout. Do they have to release their identity? Yes, that's a California thing. And I do not understand that. You cannot accept yeah. your lottery winning. Oh, here's the thing. If you won, Chris, would you stay in California? No, I'd move to Montana. I would buy people that you're moving to Montana. It's supposed to be a secret. I don't care. I would buy a giant, giant property in Montana. I did not win the lottery. Okay. That's not why I keep stacks of fake money on my desk right here. I would, if I were you, I would change your name to like Jimmy Wiggler. Jimmy Wiggler. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, would you guys actually like think about it? Would you actually want to win that much money? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, I'm somewhat hesitant because, I mean, you think about that. You got a billion dollars. All of a sudden, you have one of the biggest targets on your back of, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, you can buy. But, but here's the thing, bro. Not, just disappear. I, I mean, I, you know, it's one thing if you're really close to your family, but like I'm not close to my extended family. So I don't even know if they have my number, you know, I'm sure they'd get it. But like, no, nah, man, I'd tell my family I'd buy a giant, giant amount of property in Montana, let them build a house like. 100 miles away from my piece my house on the property and just let them we'd all live on the same property yeah and if you're gonna, if, you're gonna have a hard time hiding if any of you need to hide in lottery, montana where are you gonna come you won the lottery chris i'd be mooching off you left and right and left i would probably help right. you bro you're a friend awesome see, see? buy it and that's frustrating i try to kidnap you is what i do i try to kidnap <laughs> you and take all your money or at least steal your identity and then call and like Joe make a for ransom. like a <laughs> like, that face, like that face-off documentary with Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, where they like switch faces, and like I would do that with Chris. I'd just knock him out with some drugs, and then I'd have a doctor switch our faces, and then I, I'd have to like learn how to talk like Chris. Except you hear that like, um, feet taller than Chris—that's the problem. I was watching an yeah. interview with uh, uh, Mr. Beast. You guys know who Mr. Beast is? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going with it. Yeah, I was watching yeah. an interview with him and he was saying how recently, and this happens quite often, so he wasn't surprised, but he has like a full security team and everything like that and they protect him and make sure everything. But 
uh, he was saying that private investigators that are around him, they get calls all the time for people wanting to know his exact location at oh that my moment. Gosh. And so the private investigators have all gotten hip to this and they all call his security detail when anybody's looking for him. And it wow. was a random person that Mr. Beast did not know from Dubai that was wow. calling and saying he was flying in today and he wants to talk to Mr. Beast. And I guess his security went and met the dude and the dude, they were like, who are you? What are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I just have these ideas. And he had like a paper with a couple ideas for Mr. Beast. And he just wanted to hand him the ideas. That's all. Did you see, I, he was talking about um, somebody <laughs> offered him a billion dollars to oh, yeah. his channel. And that was before his channel was what it is now. But yeah, that's not. I mean, you know, we've gotten a couple pretty big offers. To yeah. Buy channel out. But we're yeah. trying to stay true to the HVAC community. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Absolutely. What, what would it take yeah. to sell overtime? What would you guys take for overtime? $20 in a Subway sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. As long as it doesn't have mayonnaise on it, right? As long as it doesn't have mayonnaise on it, right? Uh, <laughs> if you put mayonnaise on the Subway sandwich, it's the deal off. <laughs> that's a good one. Is mayonnaise, is mayonnaise an instrument? Oh, man. That's funny. Oh, geez. Um, but see, you mentioned like having that much money, though. Like That's what I'm... That's what I'm talking about. The constant paranoia that I would personally that I would have of like, all right, who's after me now? I, I would just I would have to live in a safe. I would live in a giant. I safe. wouldn't live like I wouldn't with that much money. I would not live like in where I live now. So no. cold cut combo. But if I won like something a little bit low key that I'm still well off, like five million bucks. Five million bucks. I'm not gonna get half the world looking for me or trying to kidnap my kids or my family or anything like that. So and let's, it's enough where I could retire. Let's let's be. You couldn't retire off of five million because you wouldn't get five million. You get two and a half. Okay. Uh, you wouldn't be able to retire on two and a half, dude. I like, bet. Yeah, I think so. I believe if you invest two and a half million properly. Yeah. Oh, if you, you invest, it, it's gonna be really good. Residuals yeah, for sure. But nobody yeah. invests it. Everybody goes out and buys a mansion and freaking. That's the thing. People will go buy a million dollar home and then they don't realize that they have to pay property tax on that home for the rest of their lives. I wouldn't even move. I probably wouldn't even stop working, honestly. I I, I think I would stop working for a couple months and then I would go back to some iteration, but it wouldn't be, I would never be stressed about work. I think about I, work. I'm sure there'd be other stresses. I would uh, immediately hire J-Dub and Gene Slade to come to the Hey, <laughs> you might be able to 10x your your five million dollar win. <laughs> 10x, he says. You're on yeah, it, Chris. Gee, You're on it. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> Dang. Chris one. You could, you could pay somebody to finish that house project for him. Uh, William Payne says you could retire if you didn't change your lifestyle. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But most people, yeah, yeah, change their lifestyle and go nuts. So. No, not me. That's that's why I keep a low profile. Like I would tell nobody. Like nobody would know if I won. I could have won right now. You guys wouldn't even know. I wouldn't tell anybody. I'm starting to appreciate because, like, I bought a Powerball ticket, but I don't ever play the lottery. Like, it's rarely rare. I only buy it when it gets like to the crazy numbers. But when you listen to uh, Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey says, "Don't ever play the lottery. Just save your money." And honestly, for for mm-hmm. like a lot of people, that's probably the best advice ever. Just save a lot of people, yeah. yeah. You ever watch I mean, those documentaries about the people who won big in lotto and how like ruined their lives? And yeah, yeah. It's, it's more it's more than a handful of people because you gotta remember a lot of these people that win big, they have no idea how to handle finances, and most of them don't have the wherewithal to hire somebody who does. 
Yeah. Okay, mechanic. It says contractors installing a new four ton, eighteen seer outdoor unit. They want to use a seven eighths in suction line, but he looked up the recommended instructions and they specify inch and an eighth for fifty to seventy nine foot lengths. Hmm. So the question is, I don't know the details, but there's some more information you need. What kind of fifty to seventy nine foot length is that measured length or total equivalent length? Um, that's, that's a really big point that I don't think residential manufacturers actually specify. I've ever seen it specified in their documentation. They they actually have a chart a lot of times where they have like performance data that will say, if you use this other line set, it will be this BTU capacity or whatever. It's actually a good topic because we, a lot of people come across this uh, and like, uh, Chris said, plus, um, and you look at those charts, like how much will you like, sometimes some of them say recommend sometimes say you have to yeah so and then what will you lose efficiency wise if you do use the bigger one right. say i'm kind of not much i'm honestly kind of surprised that there's people like you know resident it maybe it's not residential but residential like i never see anyone recommending inch and an eighth but i know uh well actually okay. i've installed a residential system that at the back in the day was r22 no no, it was a 410A system and it was a five ton. And in order to get like the 15 sear, you had to run an inch really? in suction line. Really? Four ton? Yeah, it was it was a long time ago though. But yeah, in mm-hmm. order to get the whatever sear rating it was, mm-hmm. you had to do inch and an eighth. Now I don't know what their logic was on it, but the other yeah. thing is they, they might tell you to put an inverter trap uh, trap. See, the other thing is, you know, we don't think about it when we're here because our units are always in the basement. Okay, the evaporator is lower than the condenser. And we don't bother putting no inverter trap or whatever. But a lot of guys, you know, where you guys are from, the evaporator is above the condenser. So a lot of times, maybe it is a good idea if you're going that long to put an inverter trap, maybe. Um, but I think the evaporator is the way they're designed too now. It's but, you know, an interesting thing too, again, I know one. residential, it isn't worried about as much. But, yeah. you know, inverted traps probably add like 50 foot i mean they add a pretty big amount right. to your line set well not 50 oh. foot you'd probably add 5 10 15 you'd probably add 20 feet to your line set by putting Just it in inverted trap. yeah so hey. you know so what I mean again. By, what, again we're not a you know we don't go crazy into this but yeah. if we're talking about totally equivalent length what that is yeah. is that's factoring in this applies to duct work and refrigeration piping you're factoring in the bins and the resistance that that right. causes right. the refrigerant velocity, whether, you know, it slows it down too much. So you, there's a there's a formula to figure out that if you have seven nineties and a forty five, it calculates that each one of those nineties is worth uh, someone said in the chat five feet or something like that. Like so each one is worth five feet. So it adds to your length. So. Can, when people ask you what your line set length is, the real question is, are you asking total equivalent length or measured length? Because it so does make interesting thing. You brought up ductwork. Th- I'm pretty sure we could talk about this. I've heard them talk about this openly. Um, but TEC is going to do some testing to try to figure out and make sure that the ACA annual D fittings and equivalent lengths are the proper um numeric value because they're like double checking it they're double checking it because he tested a few and they were not correct of the actual man yeah so they're gonna go through and they're i guess they're working with aca and this might change 
It might change manual D. I'm just going to go on the record right now and say that I don't agree with Adam saying that they said he can talk about this. So that way, if they're say, mad, I didn't <laughs> say we said we could. I just heard him openly talking about it. <laughs> I'm just Jason, kidding. Sorry, guys. Jason, you were talking about uh, they come. What did you say? They have preformed traps. Are you talking about what are you trying? Because I know the evaps nowadays. I think they they like if you guys look at the evaps, the way they're designed now, the way they run the line to the TXV or whatever. Um, it has like a little trap anyway. So kind of like, no, he's talking them. about a preformed trap and for uh, like, you can get a oh, refrigeration key trap that already gotcha. has it. And, it, and you don't okay, have I was to talking about the evaporators. I got it. But I, I see like... what you're saying. Yeah. Manufacturers will do different yeah. things. They'll do inverted traps and different things. Right. In their coil designs. Right. Yeah. Cool. That was a good, yeah. good question. So before the show, Adam was showing pictures that, you know, of a personal, um, air quality monitor that you would wear, but this was an interesting one because mm. it measured CO2, it measured CO, carbon monoxide, and what else did it measure? Oxygen. Oxygen. Oxygen oh, levels. Nice, nice. So, but the price point was a bit too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> did you but, buy um, Adam? No, but Chris, Chris already has it in his shopping cart as we speak. <laughs> I'm not putting an $800 necklace around my neck. Here's mine. Yeah. Um, but nice. I was thinking about that and I was telling Adam, I started to tell him a story and I don't think I've told this on this show before, but mm -hmm. I've been wanting to get a CO2 monitor badly um, because I work in a lot of beer walk-ins and the beer walk-ins sometimes mm -hmm. will have 50 to 75 beer kegs in them. Oh sometimes yeah. They will have CO2 monitors Good on the call. wall. Good call, Chris. But I wanted to tell Adam and I'll tell the, the whole show. One time I went to an emergency service call for a walk-in freezer, not working. And when I walked up, the manager was frantic and he's like, my food is spoiling. And I opened the door for the walk-in freezer and my tongue, I could taste something like bubbly. I like could taste my tongue. I swear I could taste carbonation. Like it was weird. It was like, what is that? And he goes, and I looked, the entire box was full of dry ice. He went and bought the entire oh. load of dry ice from the grocery store from their deep freezer and shoved it in the walk-in freezer. <laughs> and I go, dude, what? I said, open the freezer door, turn nice. on, open all your doors in the building and evacuate the freezer. And he's like, what are you doing? And I go, dude, you almost killed your employee. And he's like, what are you talking about? That, that, that is frozen CO2. <laughs> and he filled the entire box with co2 Someone i wonder how that in. works like how how much it actually off well, into the and walk-in freezers are air i mean they're supposed to be airtight bro so there's yeah. no oxygen mm. in that building you stand in there for a couple minutes and you're gonna go yeah, yeah. i use dry ice in my uh pepsi do you really yeah no yeah that's pretty dumb no but i want to get a co2 like a personal <laughs> co2 monitor because of all the beer walk-ins as i'm standing in a beer oh. walk-in and i can hear a beer tap uh you know when you tap a keg i can hear it leaking because they're like quick release handles and then you'll go over there and you'll have to reset the tap uh just to make it stop but i'm just sitting here thinking dude i'm sitting in here and that's just leaking and i'm working on this box brazing creating like some oh. sort of combustible yeah. gas yeah. that i'm breathing in too and it's like dude this is a toxic mess <laughs> And uh, I was kind of thinking of you last night, Chris, not in a gay way, but uh, I mean, at least not yesterday. That was that was my Tuesday adventure. But <laughs> yesterday I did a overnight job and I had to change out a, an evaporator inside a walk-in or not, not a walk-in, a reach-in. 
And so I'm like, you know, I got my fat body squished up inside there underneath this evap coil. And I'm like raising in there. I'm like, man, how does Chris do this? And I'm like, you know, positioning my head. So if it drips a little bit, it doesn't get in my eyeballs. But uh, I was thinking too, like, even though I had both doors open, I was like, you know, this is a very, very confined space. Like there's yeah. uh, an immeasurable amount of CO building up in here. I, I'm probably going to die. So Troy Belding's saying that dry ice in a freezer won't damage anything. The point that I was making though, is it's going to displace the oxygen. And mm -hmm. it, you know, then the customer goes in and out of the box to try to get their product. And one of the employees mm -hmm. doesn't come out because yeah. he's standing in there and next thing you know, he can't breathe. So that's what mm -hmm. I'm concerned about. Hey Troy, by the way, good to see you. Yep. So, but yeah, oh, I, if anybody out there knows of a personal CO2 monitor, not a carbon monoxide monitor. I mean, those are good too, I but I'd like a CO2 a, monitor. I probably knows. Yeah. The one that Jim Davis has is like 200 bucks. I mean, that seems to be. That's carbon monoxide. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did Chris say? Dioxide? Dioxide. Yeah, carbon dioxide. Here, Chris. There's oh, yeah. a good one for no, us. <laughs> Personal monitors, yeah, a thousand bucks. <laughs> That's more expensive than your eight hundred dollar one, dude. Oh wow! That but then again, who can put a price on my life? So you know, we got to make sure. What, maybe I need the thousand dollars. I'm sure one. Jill can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, I think she'd yeah, be, I mean, like she'd she'd walk away with four hundred grand. I think I have a four hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy. So she has she has more though with you alive and all your various sources of income. Yeah, but the problem is I spend the money. Like yeah, I randomly true. buy things when I shouldn't buy them. No. Yep. <laughs> I've been waiting. I don't know why, but I've been waiting and waiting for a PlayStation. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to buy one. And I ordered one. I don't know what which, I'm going to do. Which with one? It. The newest one? Yeah. Nice. Yep. I've been on a waiting. You said that was. You said that was some ridiculous amount of money. It's got to be more than what you said. Wait, I found one. Wait. Chris. Waiting list. How much? Ready. Yeah. 40 bucks. That's too cheap, bro. No, it's not. You're, this guy's going to go in and die. 40 yeah. bucks. You could buy. I would trust a Walmart carbon dioxide detector. Yeah, sure. why, why don't we send that to Clive and Clive will analyze it and tell me yeah. if it actually works and then I'll buy it. <laughs> it's probably mm. like parts. There is something to that, though. Chris, I know what you're talking about. Like you, you look at something on Amazon or whatever and it's like, yeah, it's a little too cheap. Yeah. You know, it could be great. Reviews could be great, but it's like, I don't know if I'm, uh, I feel like I should pay more for a good quality of whatever it is that I'm looking for. I found one in China. So Al Anonymous is making a good point. He's saying that I could just buy an O2 monitor. That'll just let me know when the O2 level. That's what I said earlier in the day. Is it? I said, yeah, you could just look at your 21% oxygen. Oh, yeah. True. Hmm. Oh, but, but, but wait, no, no, 21% oxygen. That doesn't mean, I mean, okay, so yeah, it does nitrogen displace. I'm sorry, did does CO2 displace nitrogen first or oxygen first? I'm not a doctor, I don't know. So, yeah, like, I don't I know, know if you could go off of that because what happens if one of those gases displaces nitrogen first, but you still have enough oxygen, but just not enough of the other mixed gas that it's a problem? Does that if, make sense? And what if you farted in the woods and nobody was there to hear it? Would you right. actually? have farted yeah i think so no no not not according no. to you no that's where so. the blair witch came from oh hmm. 
Tom Letch says that Hobo makes one. One of the um, Hobo makes data loggers too. So Hobo. Yeah, there's a company out there yeah. called Hobo, and they make data loggers and stupid air monitors and stuff. I bought some stuff from Hobo in the past. I'll put next one. Because that I believe Hobo's the one too. They make uh, like uh, temperature loggers too. Because I I bought those yeah. in the past when I used they're, to do hospital work. You'd have to buy expensive. data loggers for refrigerators and stuff. They are expensive. Yep. To Bill's, nasty HVAC. To Bill's point, I only wear methane monitor. Okay. Okay. Mm. Do you work at a farm? There yeah, you go. Brett, Brett has a good idea. Brett says, send him one of those cheap Amazon ones and he'll take it next to a CO2 de- uh, detector next to one of the racks because <laughs> yeah. they have high, high-end high CO2 detectors in the rack rooms and see if it reads the same. Calibrate it with it, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I would be curious, though, too, with a personal CO2 monitor, what happens if you walk into an environment? Does it spoil the sensor? Like, after it's been exposed to CO2, is it done? You know, no, I bet if you ask Clive, he would know. He's like, actually, it's no, made of Jim a- Davis <laughs> talked about that in length at our class about what a carbon, not dioxide. He talked about. Oh, monoxide. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't care about you, dioxide. You were, taking, about you were taking notes. So another thing too, <laughs> I kind of wanted to pick. Dioxide. I wanted oh, to pick God. your guys's brain. Let me see what's in the chat. What I'm missing before I go any further. Um, you guys see the 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 article going around about the lady that's being sued by uh, GPS yes. and all this different stuff. So no, I 100% agree nope. that I, I don't like yep. GPS. I don't like the voodoo iWave thing. Really? I have one installed in my unit. It doesn't do shit. But um, what's what's the context of this? Because I have nobody. I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's okay, so there's, talking about. Yeah. there's a scientist a scientist that works and is on a lot of the air boards like ACA and different boards about air quality and different stuff. Right. I There's a scientist. I don't know if it's ACA. I think it's ASHRAE. ASHRAE. She's on ASHRAE. Yeah. A bunch of different boards. Anyway, she's a scientist and she's done a bunch of research about um, air cleaners. Right. And so she did uh, an article about bipolar ionizers. It was, not an, they- it was an open letter. It was not an article. There you go. An I don't know what letter. an open letter is. Yeah, I don't know, but, but it was anyway, she was part of an article that was written about bipolar ionization. She had negative things to say about it. I'm paraphrasing. And then now there's a giant lawsuit from GPS targeted at her. And this is the, this is the kicker. It's targeted at her and another company that has to happens to man. Actually, there's a couple companies, but one of them is a manufacturer of an air cleaner. Okay. And that's one of the things that kind of irks me just a little bit about this. I'm not saying GPS is in the right. I'm not, okay? But the question that I have is, does she have an affiliation with GPS's competition? Because Uh, we're out here supporting her. She may or may not. I don't know. But I'm just saying, has anybody done the research before we go out there and say all this stuff, you know, and how? And does she have any affiliation with the competition is what I want to know. So I'm curious about that. Um, but I will say she, go she uh, was I, I follow her on or I followed one of her articles about social media. And I will say that one of the vice presidents of sales that used to work for GPS openly went into an interview where he was he left the company because of false. He's saying that they made false claims about a lot of their products. And it's on. You can actually listen to it on the Internet where he's saying, yeah, after I read her article, 
I really hated her at first, but then I realized she was right. And there was so mm-hmm. there's some interesting stuff in there. It's very, very well, what is she claiming? It doesn't like, work. It doesn't um, work what they're saying. And like, yeah, just just to clarify, GPS yeah. is not global positioning system. It is global plasma solutions and they manufacture a bipolar ionizer which oh i, I thought we were talking about giant so I, I had no idea we were talking about honestly um no so what, what i got supposedly no that's what i have supposedly so yeah. they're they published results on the cleanliness of the air whatever but their tests were done in a in a fuselage of an airplane a small like shoebox size container yeah. Yeah. Which, which I noticed that, like, I don't know, years ago, for whatever reason, because we were, uh, at the time, we were selling those at the company I worked with. And that was one of the things I think Clive Clive's up, talked about so. this on his show. Yeah. 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 Testing. And yeah. one of the, one of the other things, too, is I think it's Boeing. One of the major aerospace manufacturers tested this and they basically said, this doesn't do anything. But, on the flip side, GPS is set to lose damn near a billion dollars because they're getting government grants and they're getting approved for government loans. They're providing their devices to school districts across the country and the government's paying for it. Like there's a lot of money at stake here. So, mm-hmm. well, now we're going to get sued because we're talking about it. No, nope. nice. Mm-hmm. I, this show isn't registered in my name. <laughs> they're gonna sue yeah, us and i'll be like all right here's the subway sandwich that we earned and That's i am officially real. here on behalf of hvacr tech solutions so uh yeah i fall behind that llc umbrella so shit i'm not even here all i gotta do is stop talking and nobody knows i'm here <laughs> true that huh <laughs> i won't get sued and and I also am from California so I may or may not be intoxicated right now so that's also a defense so yeah you also may or may not be trans. You also may or may not be, I don't know, something else. So Dustin Cole saying that she wrote about its ineffectiveness as well as their sales tactics. So again, I am not arguing for GPS because I certainly don't think, in my opinion, that that device does anything besides, I don't think it, I shouldn't say it doesn't, doesn't do anything. I think it does something, but I don't think that it does what they say it does, but that's my personal opinion. Um, so I'm not saying she's not incorrect. I'm just asking, like, is it possible that she has ties to one of GPS's comp competitors? And if so, I don't know. That just kind of muddies the waters a little bit. Like, If she's saying GPS's product doesn't work, I mean, that kind of means like a majority of products very similar to it probably don't work either. I don't think there's any other bipolar ionizers, is there? I don't I think know. They hold the patent to that. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. I I think you should buy the uh, carbon dioxide detector on Walmart. Let's really. Do it. I mean, it's either like a thousand bucks or twenty bucks. What are you gonna do? Adam's yeah. really concerned about the health. Adam wants to make sure that when he at messages me that I respond quicker. He's like, I don't want to find out that Chris didn't answer his messages and I called him an asshole and then he was dead in a walk-in freezer. Yeah, beer cooler. That's beer cooler. Yep. Sad. Beer can cold, baby. Beer can cold. Well, no, be, it'd be even worse is if you did buy that one and then you died. And then we're like, good job, Adam. You should have not recommended the Walmart brand mm-hmm. life-saving device to Chris. Um, you know he buys anything you tell him. 
Yeah, he does. He spends his money like left and right. Hey, Chris, Mike is saying, don't they use ozone generators in ice machines? Yeah, they do. Uh, Manitowoc ice machine, but they actually serve a certain purpose. And I actually know that they're effective in ice machines. So ozone generators, what they'll do is they'll pump um, air through what a regular UV light and and it's contained in a small little space in that ice machine and it predicts or it uh, prevents slime buildup. It reduces it. It doesn't make it completely go away, but it reduces it greatly. Um, and it is effective in that because it's in a small environment and it helps to you know prevent that. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So Steve asks, I wonder if those residential air filters that are hooked up to 24 volts were oh, they replaced the orange filters. Aren't they electrostatic filters? Those are like the dynamic and the what's the other one called? Isn't isn't that what the lawsuit was with like Auric or whatever or Sharper Image where they were making the uh, the the air purifiers that would snap? Because they they would pop every once in a while because they were uh, electrocharged or something like that. Honeywells or whatever. But I think what happens with those twenty four volt ones, it just creates like a static charge or whatever. And I think they work, but I'm not sure that those are the best product you could buy. Like I I think me personally, I would much rather buy like a four inch media, you know, mm. a properly sized four inch media. The the tiny tiny bit of research i've been doing into the whole indoor air quality and healthy homes and different you know just trying to do my home project like and i'm i'm not even smart right i'm just a little bit into there but i'm starting to wonder about all these complaints that i hear from certain technicians like in the humid climates in the midwest that are complaining about some of these inverter systems and different manufacturers products like how many of those homes are have massive air infiltration you know and Hearing Steven Rogers talk about a story with him and Jenry um, where they essentially have found some crazy stuff with air leakage. So I'm, I'm curious how how much of that is affecting, you know, the humidity levels in people's homes and probably tons. That's what you know, I, I never thought about this before, but at the symposium, I was talking to Bill Spohn. I don't remember how we got on the topic, but he was talking about humidifiers and he's like, yeah, if you just seal up your house, you don't need a humidifier. And I'm like, yeah, really? And he's like, yeah, you don't need a humidifier if you have a tight house. I was like, damn. Hmm. And just and thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about the moisture that you yourself are off gassing and think about washing your dishes. I mean, all that's minute, but it, if you have a tight house, you know, that stays. So it's a good point. It's hmm. a very good point. There's a something in chat gas smell. I think I've seen uh, an old boiler ignition after ignition after shutting off. So gas smell after ignition shutting off is it normal? The older bo boiler probably doesn't have an inducer motor, so I guess oh. it could be. I guess it I've, could seen, be. I've seen so, stuff. So. You, we, me, and Bill learned about this, right, Bill? Yeah. Tell him, Bill. You're a pro. The leaking gas valve. It's a leaking gas valve. Well, remember those? Yeah. Remember way back, those Honeywell did a thing on like they had a bunch of Honeywells that they tested, and they were all leaking like a little bit percentage, and they failed. I, it was a long time ago, but um, yeah, if, I think if you just have a you know you just check on the gas, I guess the only way to check is put a, a uh, thing on the gas the valve and see if there's gas leaking by. Nope, that's not the only way. What's the only right, other way? Right, Bill. 
No. <laughs> well, please, please so tell me, guys. Through, what you could do, you use your combustion, combustion analyzer. Yeah. And then when you, you're monitoring your, your carbon monoxide, and then you shut off the gas to the appliance, okay. or off the yeah. appliance, and then your carbon monoxide will continue to increase. Got it. Yeah, uh, you after can do that it too. shuts down. And that is mm -hmm. a leaky gas valve. So you got two ways to check it, you know, a manometer or uh, analyzer. I know, yeah, I know Honeywell had a huge callback and they were leaking past their gas valves, you know. And then, you know, anyways. also not, not to state the obvious, but if you have a leaking gas valve, like, couldn't you just look at the flame? Like, yeah, the flame's still going because it's... I don't know if it's leaking. enough. I don't know if yeah. there's enough gas there to actually burn. Like, yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's just point, like burnt right? gas and... But that's that's what's great about these uh, newer boilers. So now they have an inducer, uh, they have pulse purge, and a lot of times, you know, if there is a little bit, you might just, you know. Do you guys get? Do bit, you have but... hairs coming out of your ears? Yes, that's annoying. Oh, yeah, dude. that's a man. A random ass question yeah. is that. I mean, dude, do your ears, do your ear holes, like freaking <laughs> itch bad. Dude, my ear holes itch. So <laughs> I was thinking about braiding a couple of them. Ray cinnamon, you could. <laughs> Making it your hair ponytail. Oh, okay. Braid it. Put some Kino styles. I got it. <laughs> I think Adam's got a leak in his house and his brain is shutting down. Right. I Carbon took, dioxide poisoning. I took hair. one of those. Uh, it's zero, baby. You know the nose hair trimmers? Those, those things, dude, they pull a nose hair and they hurt so bad. You're just like, oh. I stuck oh. one of those in my ear. Yeah, they, don't, they don't feel good. They really good on your butthole, too. It pulls <laughs> on your ear hole hairs. I'm not talking about right in there and wiggle it around. Yep. You guys Jason, ever see up, those buddy? ear hole cameras on like Instagram? I'm thinking about buying one of those where you can look in your ear hole and poke your eardrum yeah. out. Yeah. That is those things look so dumb. I'm sorry. When ever, I first saw those, I was like, dude, everybody's gonna shove that freaking camera through their eardrum. Like, do you ever see the the videos where the doctors make the videos of like pulling like 400 pounds of earwax out of people's yeah. ears? Uh, those are crazy. Yeah. You see the one? There's one where like they're pulling a bug. It's like a big old friggin' beetle that it's like something yeah. and it was in another country and it crawled in the yeah. chick's ear and he's pulling it out trying not to break it apart as he pulling this giant beetle out of her ear. Oh, what about the what about the bot fly videos oh those are gross dude oh yeah. man those are awful yeah it's almost as bad as mr pimple popper that dude's oh. nasty too yeah mm -hmm. yeah test valve with the holes in water works great for a test yeah nice jason He's saying in commercial, he sees a lot of secondary gas valves, and they're known as blocking valves. Is that like a high-pressure regular valve? Like, what's... Hmm, He's talking like a gas train? Like, like a... Uh, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. It's on the, one of the, on the train. I don't know. Not sure. What's a... Jason what's gas train? That's more like... It's bigger stuff, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, like the big boilers and stuff. Did you see what he posted today, Jason? Oh, oh my gosh. Damn that boiler. Wow. Some great stuff. Like, I never got to work on them, but uh, I had a couple of giant boilers out at the uh, Detroit airport when I worked out there. And mm. um, I, I read up on it because I was like, I'm going to have to know how this thing works. And I pretty much forgot everything that I read about. I never actually got to use any of that knowledge. But yeah, I think there was something like one valve would open and that was like the safety valve. And then the other one was like a cycling valve, right. maybe. Right. right. Uh, I could be way off. Yeah, he says on the gas train, yeah. Yeah, figures. Yeah. It's pretty neat. You know, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Not as cool as nose and ear hair, though. True. That is true. Put in a small bottle filled with water and bubbles is leaking. Yeah, of course. 
both of them. Cool. So what else is you guys doing anything cool this week? Um, today, of course, on a Friday, I had a leak in a package unit, and I was wondering where it's coming from. So this is the second or third time I did it. I uh, went to Home Depot. I did have my camera, but this, I think, is a little bit more efficient. Went to Home Depot, got a piece of uh, plexiglass, cut it the size of my door panel, put it on, <laughs> grabbed the light, and just seeing the water falling off the evaporator and seeing where it's, where it's traveling. So I was worried because there's this unit has two units stacked on top of each other. So I was worrying it was getting too much flow on the upper and blah blah blah. But that was like my worst case. Stages, is it? Is it two sorry, stage? sorry. Is it two stage. Two stage what? Sorry. It's uh, yeah. Okay. You can you can say it's a dehumidifier and it has um let's say six tons and three three ton three ton pretty much. But so where you... Chris. So Chris the lead... a... go ahead. I was gonna say because if it's a Two stage. I've seen Chris talk about this plenty of times on his videos. Where the uh, the first stage will be the bottom half of the coil, and the second stage is the top half. And if the first stage isn't running, it's it. dry. Yes. That moisture wicks right off. Yes, yeah, yes. Well, where I, I, where I I'm at, we it. don't. Yeah, we'll we'll have that issue where the air will pull it right off the coil because the first stage isn't working. That's a, a that's a good used one. Used to happen no. a lot on yeah. the old carrier package yeah. units yeah. because the evaporator coil was slanted <clears throat> over the return. And yeah. when that first stage would stop, the second stage would drip straight down the return. Yeah, nice. Most manufacturers have put their coils, their evaporator coils up right now, but still I've seen it where air will suck the water Good point, right off. Chris. Good point, Bill. No, this is has individual units. So what yeah. what what was the problem? So I realized I, I closed it for I'm gonna check it tomorrow. I realized on the back end of the evaporator, it's traveling down, dripping down, and going past and into the cavity. On the recoil. Interrupt you, Joe. Good yeah. night, Betty. Good night, Betty. Good my night. favorite grandmother. Yep. Bill, your grandma said good show tonight, oh, but she has to say good night to us all. Yep. I couldn't even see her because I don't have internet. Yep. She's wondering. Well, actually, that's why she's listening because she you weren't on the show. So <laughs> she's been avoiding us because she doesn't like her grandson anymore. Oh. No, it's not me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That was yeah, cool, bro. She wow. likes me. She, it's, there's nothing wrong with me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was messed up, dude. That that hurt my feelings. So that's Chris's kryptonite to find out that somebody doesn't like him. Especially know, right? Bill's grandma. <laughs> yeah. His grandma her his grandma loves me though, Chris. Yeah, She's, exactly. What was it she said about me? She said God, that guy's annoying. Yeah, she's like, man, that guy is such a piece of shit. No, oh my grandma! Wow, <laughs> you defended me, right? You're like, that's my best friend, grandma. I was like, and then, smack. And then she said, your mouth, "You're grandma. forbid. You're forbid from ever seeing him again." And then she's like, "You never come back here again. You get out of here." And don't take that to your head. Uh, Mike B, I put 10 pounds of gas in the waitress region. Speaking of that waitress region. So I did a video where I have, uh, it was a multiplex system. And uh, Is there mind a difference you, between waitress regions and waiter regions? Yeah, good nope. call. Good, good point. Nope. Nope, <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, uh, one's got a wiener and one doesn't. I made a video where I was working on a multiplex system. And I can't tell you how many people out there emailed me saying, multiplex the brand because there's a manufacturer that makes a brand and they named it multiplex no multiplex 
means that there's one compressor or one point where it controls multiple things. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in refrigeration, we're talking about one condensing unit with like four different evaporators and four different regions. Okay. That's multiplex. But anyways, I was working on a multiplex system. The evaporators were leaking. I had to put a bunch of gas in it. So I was doing the quote for that today, that repair. Actually, I was sitting in the office doing the quote. And then I got a phone call right when I was just about done with the quote. And I got distracted because I had to go to work and I finished the quote and then I sent it and it was approved instantly to, to replace the evaporators. But then after I looked at it, I realized I undershot the quote by 600 bucks. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. after the fact, luckily, it's a good customer. But I realized that. I didn't calculate something right. It was 600 bucks shy, but I don't have that much wiggle room in the quote, but that customer's usually pretty cool that I can just go to them after and be like, yeah, I underbid that, you know, and then just get my stuff. But yeah, I was bummed. Bummed when you get into a hurry. I was taking all this time to do the quote and then I was like, oh, I got to go. And then fuck, tried to finish it up and screwed it up. So yeah. way to go. At least I didn't, uh, uh, underquote it and then also install the wrong equipment. So, I wish we had a drum roll that. there. <clears throat> that would be stupid. He says, oh, oh, man. Bill, What have you been up to this week, bud? What happened? What, what have you been up to this week? Anything interesting or what? No, nothing interesting at all this week. Kind of slow. Slow. Nothing cool. Just, uh, Summoned through the uh, combustion performance and carbon monoxide diagnostic book a little bit, but yeah. other than that, yeah. did you test it on the horizon? You test your new furnace yet? No, I have had no motivation to test it for some reason. Bill. I have the uh, I have the tester in my van right now though, but uh, I don't know. I I, don't, I really should because <laughs> I can read about it all I want, but until I actually do it, and plus yeah. I could save a bunch of money if I tune in my furnace and by changing the Geico or what properly. No, I already did that. Really? Hey, so uh, Bill, I took your, your whole eBay dinosaur obsession and I've been like, you know, the old tools and the old books and stuff. I got a new, uh, re- it's a uh, refrigeration engineer's manual paperback book from 1936. Oh so, yeah. About that dude. And then I got a uh, service pointers from DuPont refrigerants from 1960 talking about how to use their refrigerant to charge systems that has some interesting stuff in it when they're talking about uh sweeping the system with refrigerant so that's pretty cool oh yeah thanks chris (laughs) good old that's really cool too it's like old uh appliance manuals from the 1950s yeah oh cool yeah those are cool i mean they got cool imagery the yeah, I mean, I don't know the verbiage in them is whatever you know. They don't really see anything cool, but it's just kind of cool to, to thumb through them. I uh, also ran into a viewer this week. I was actually working at a restaurant, and like I was going out to my van to get something, and some dude walks up and shakes my hand. He's like, "Yeah, I watch your videos. It's kind of weird when I'm like, how did you know who I am? Oh, <laughs> how cool. did you know uh-huh. what vehicle I was in? Like, how did you know I was working here?" But he's a nice enough guy. He really was. He called, he called yeah. us and we they, gave him a couple of yeah. them. You, you, they start you, off nice, Chris. They always start off nice. Yeah. No, he, he's actually yeah. a very nice guy. I gave him some stickers. Uh, that's the other thing, too. Uh, you know, people that randomly run into me, I carry a big old stack of stickers in my van. So oh, if you cool. guys come up and yeah. say, hey, I'll usually hand them out. I mean, I don't have a single sticker of yours, but I guess Didn't we whatever. send like I'm six not... on a box, dude? You put them on a box. 
your wife did on the last thing that I ordered. Did, from she, you. did she really do that? Yeah, she put them on the box. I genuinely told her to stick like six stickers in the box. Nope, nope, they were all over the box. <laughs> like stuck to the outside. I'm like, well, those are unusable now. Don't ever like, throw that me. box away, Bill. Don't ever throw away that. I had box. my hair dryer. I'm like trying to peel these stickers uh, off of my hair dryer. The I, cardboard. Like, I don't have any boxes either, or boxes. I have plenty of boxes. I don't have any stickers. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nope. Never so had. You, nope. you you sleep with a stuffed animal every night, Adam. Yes. Wink, wink. What do you call your stuffed animal? Winky. Bobby. Winky. <laughs> Winky. Mister. Mister. Squishy Bottom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about fans, I think Bill's get, being captive, held captive right now by one of his fans. That's why you don't know, guys. We're trying to keep oh, this on in there. a down by the or in a van yeah. down by the river. Yes. Yeah. She uh she already broke my legs, so I couldn't you, go anywhere. Do you mm. broadcast from the bottom of an old well, and then drop <laughs> yeah. stuff down to you on a basket? Uh, <laughs> Lotion I'm, on its skin. I'm just in a bed and this this uh. Big fat farm style lady broke my legs with a sledgehammer, and she says that she's not releasing me until until we change our demeanor of the show. This is for your own good, Bill. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to go back and rewrite my book. I'm Kathy not do Bates it. in that movie, like she did such a good job. She, you know, Kathy Bates has a. I don't know what movie it is, but she has a nude scene in a movie somewhere. Sweet, I'm googling That's that right not now. Cool, dude. Do thank it. you. Kathy Bates, that comedian? No, no, that's oh. Kathy Griffin. No. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Kathy that, that's Griffin. She's an idiot, by the way. Yeah. She's the dumbest comedian. She's been ever. a lot of political stuff. Like she's a little weird. Kathy she Bates off, is uh she pissed off Elon Musk. Did she? Oh, yeah. She, like, that was... Impersonated him on Twitter and like copied his handle and then talked crap on him or something like that. Did you totally just see it, Adam? <laughs> See what? Oh, that was the first. <laughs> you see his face. <laughs> oh yes. God! Yes, we can't monetize this episode. <laughs> he didn't show it. Oh God! But you saw the look on his face, though, when he realized. Oh, yep, that's. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh. Yeah, don't Google that, guys. Okay. No. <laughs> Not safe for work. <laughs> Bill, Troy's asking, why don't you have internet? Jason Johnson said the glory hole had splinters, so he's finding a new truck stop. <laughs> oh, God. No, see, I don't have internet because I moved at a, a newer house, and they don't have fiber optics ran on the ground yet. So I'm waiting. So Just ask waiting. me this. How on earth are they going to bring fiber fiber optics into your house? I mean, do you not have a foundation around, like, do you not have concrete all around your house? Probably not. So they're going to bring fiber to the street, but how are they going to get it to your house? They just, uh, unless they already ran the conduit and everything. No, everything's already wired up in the house. They do like an underground bore. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm thinking of like my house. I have like a 15 foot driveway going down to the street and it's, there's no way to get without going under my whole drive. And it's a whole slab coming up to my house, like all around it. Bill's so, yard has tumbleweeds. He lives in it. Arizona. Mm-hmm. I thought he lived in Michigan. Yeah. yeah. No, my yard is basically from Arizona. Bill, Bill, Clyde is, for that. 
you know that uh in in uh my grandfather's old house this was about 10 years ago when fiber was still kind of newer you know as far as going into homes they brought fiber to the curb and then spliced it with copper and went from fiber to copper at the street and then he had copper in his house which i thought was the weirdest thing so yeah weird. dustin asked if uh you're gonna do a blower door in your your house oh, i'm yeah, actually answered very, that. i'm disappointed because i wish when i was at staying with bill last That's week what you're gonna do oh yeah i, I wish i would have brought my computer yeah. so i could do a load on his house I guess I could have just wrote all the information down, but I was wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Number first thing, tell us the story about what you guys screwed up at Bill's house when you were checking out his HVAC. I did not. That was Bill. I didn't touch anything. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was the stupidest thing. <laughs> What'd you do? So I removed, uh, you know, it's a carrier system. So it's got the double doors, one on, <clears throat> one on top, one on the bottom. Well, the one on the bottom is the one that has the door switch. That's the uh, yeah, it's got the blower door. It's yeah. got the blower in there. So I just took the top one off, the top panel off, took it off, showed Adam the burner and model number, whatever, and put it back on. And then I wake up like eight hours later. I'm like, man, it's cold in here. And luckily, it wasn't the middle of winter. It's like 65 degrees. I'm like, that's not right. So I went downstairs. And I'm like, somehow, when I was jostling around that top panel, I must have jostled that bottom panel, mm. and the. Uh, that door switch trip so yeah so here's the thing i'm sleeping on his floor it's colder on the floor right oh no when i'm going to sleep at night i thought like it was so hot in his house my ears are turning red it was so hot <laughs> then i woke up in the middle of the night and I, got, degrees and I got i got icicles hanging off my earlobes i don't try to save money guys <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't give you good yeah. water either <laughs> oh man no, no I, I had this fancy water out for adam he did he definitely did that's he, awesome he pulled the he didn't drink any of it no i was on a diet mm. a water diet yeah you didn't eat it didn't eat anything the whole time you're here except the uh the high calorie lunches that we had in class yeah that's uh, true. no peter smart i'm sorry i didn't see your question but i'm reading through it right now trying to find it i'm on the jim davis diet right now i want to get down to jim davis weight do is it. he skinny? Is he a smaller guy? Skinny dude. He's the tiniest person you've ever seen. <laughs> really? Oh. I offered to carry him out of class. Well, <laughs> did he did? We we were we were kind of after we took our test and we were sitting there. Everyone else is leaving, and me and Bill were just sitting behind. He's like, "What are you guys uh, waiting to help me carry stuff?" And Bill's like, "Yeah, Adam's gonna carry all your tools, and I'll carry you." <laughs> Peter, I can't find the comment. Post it again, dude. Yeah, I, I seen a couple of th his things disappearing. I'm looking so for know. your thing right now, Peter. Post it. Yeah, I'm looking for your thing, Peter. Post your Peter. Yeah, Peter, post it. No, yeah. don't. He's 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 emailed some great pictures. To, like wow, crazy pictures too. I should post a few like, of them. What are you talking about, Peter? He's emailing about. What, you know that horrible, oh my god none of his peter guys we were literally talking about him posting silly things and then you're like yeah you sent me a bunch of really good pictures man it's like what are you talking about joe <laughs> yeah. we were joking oh, you're god. over here oh ted's here show's Sorry, over man. hey I, i've i've reformed right? ted i have reformed guys you have to tell me i've been good with my curse yeah. words right yeah yeah but i, I played I, a kathy bates thing where they were swearing so at no, they weren't. I mean, they were in the middle of something funky. Yeah, they were. 
bumping uglies or something. I don't know what something happened. something slippery was going on. Mike B. Joe question mark. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah. Is it time to wrap it? Time, guys. Time. As all wrapping, smacking. Yep. You gonna you gonna um you gonna answer all my incessant questions tomorrow when I'm testing stuff at my house, Adam? And I'm messaging you, and I'm like, dude, how about this? And how about this? Incestual questions. Incess- insistent, insistent, not yeah. insexual. I mean, no, not insist- questions. I want to hear those. I am from Missouri. Why are you asking them towards me? You're yeah. from Chicago, bro. Yeah. Missouri, Chicago. They're like right next to each other. I mean, you and your wife do kind of look similar. Thanks, C. Yeah, and I, I heard you have an upside down pineapple on your door. Uh, that's your neighbors, bro. I forgot that was. Your I neighbor. tried, but nobody, nobody comes a knocking. <laughs> when the Ashton, don't worry. Next week, buddy. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is getting really strange. All right, Joe, say goodbye. Yeah, let's wrap it. Goodbye, Peters. We all have Peters. Why you got to take it there, Joe? Right. Don't ask. I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Very trippy tonight, isn't it? Yeah, it is true. It's like glitching. It's glitchy. That one guy saying, wait. Okay, we're waiting. What are we waiting for? I just got here. Well, entertain us. Tell us why you want us to stay. Thanks, Zach. See you, Jonathan. See Mike. Zach and Cody's in the chat. Isn't that a TV show my kids used to watch? Which one? Zach Zach and Cody. Cody. (laughs) Are we doing a a podcast in the morning, Phil? I don't know yet. I got to see because uh, my whole family's here tomorrow. So I, I usually plan stuff and don't tell me till. <laughs> see you, Chevy. All right. Later, Mike. Good George night. Wobbles. George Wobble Wobble. Good night and good luck. Yeah. We're going to, because we love you, like the Disney show when they were, what is that? Mm-hmm. Why? Because we love you. Oh, the Mickey Mouse show. Mickey hey, Mouse Club. Or you know. Did you just finish? Huxley. In your pants. Huxley Wait is a really homey name. Green. What? <laughs> so nasally. <laughs> I miss the camera. Where is Yamo? I don't know. That guy. Yeah, he's. he's... You never yeah. know. You, you you click the button and he's eating pasta with no shirt on with yeah. Jesus and Guadalupe Santa Fe behind him. And like, <laughs> what? Oh, oh dear. We, we want to see Guadalupe Santa Fe and Yamo <laughs> eating pasta and ice cream without a shirt on. Sure. Yeah. We miss our Yamo. And fudgicles. Yeah. Fudgicles. He sent us something the other day. Was, what was it? You gotta watch when you open things around customers. When Riyama oh sends it, God. that guy he sends these videos and it looks like HVC oh, yeah. videos or whatever. And it's like freaking every sound. time, too. Every so, like, <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I say in the chat, too, is hey, Yamo, like, let's keep the nudie pictures out of the chat. And you know, let's just, yeah, I don't care what you say, just keep the. And he always sends the pictures and then says, hope Chris doesn't get mad. And then two minutes later, he deletes the picture. Like all the, whenever there's a deleted picture, I know that. And I see the comment below it, but he just deletes the picture. So it says, hope Chris doesn't get mad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's testing your authority, Chris. Yeah. He's, he's testing it. Yeah. Oh, drives me nuts. Man. He's good.
Uh, that one guy it. asks if yeah. we like menudo. I have never had menudo. Menudo. I don't know what that is. Uh, a good stomach. Yeah, a good abondaga soup. That is my favorite. Uh, that I was. Bet you do like abondaga. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> soup. I mean, you like abondaga. <laughs> that is my jam. But I don't. I've never had menudo. So. I'm trying to find something. Yeah, gross. What about head cheese? You guys ever had head cheese? Yeah, I've Hedgy, heard that's absolutely uh, rancid. I've never tried it. Shampoo for kidding. Yeah, just the sound of that is like <laughs> cheese. Like, ooh. I used to have head cheese, but then I got a circumcision. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! That's it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I'm gonna press the button. Yeah. <laughs>